millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Nature Jobs podcast. I'm Julie Gould. I'm here at the 2017 Nature Jobs Career Expo at the Business Design Centre in London. It's been a really busy, really buzzing day. It's coming towards the end of the day now and as you can hear, everyone is still really busy talking, networking, making connections and meeting new people. And that's one of the wonderful things about the Nature Jobs Career Expo is that you do have that opportunity to meet people from all over the world. People have come here today from the west coast of the USA, from Japan, from France, from just down the road at Imperial College. And it's been really nice to see such an international mix of people all coming here for the same thing, to find out more about what their potential opportunities are for their careers in science. And there's been a jam-packed schedule of things to do. There have been talks and workshops run all day long alongside a room full of exhibitors from all over the world sharing what they do and how young researchers, young scientists can get involved. From my perspective, it's been nice to see so many young scientists actually take the opportunity to come here. And many of them have been prepared and have come with questions and have looked up and seen who they want to come and talk to. But not only that, there have been those who have come with no idea what they're expecting and are going home with a clearer idea of what they want to do with their careers. And that sort of flexibility has been a key theme running throughout a lot of the talks, a lot of the conversations that I've had. And they started with Venki Ramakrishnan, who did the keynote speech this morning. He is a group leader at the MRC Laboratory of Molecular Biology in Cambridge in the UK. He is the president of the Royal Society and he was a joint winner of the Chemistry Nobel in 2009. How do you suggest that people do keep their options open when they're looking at their future careers? I I think they have to not think of science in very narrow terms as uh, student, grad student, postdoc, tenure track, full professor. That's a, a very, very narrow track. And what they need to realize is science is a multifaceted and large enterprise And there are lots and lots of very interesting ways to contribute to science. And, you know, just strictly from numbers alone, you know that not everyone who goes into science is going to be, in fact, only a small fraction are going to end up as tenure-track 
group leaders and professors. So they need to know that from the outset. They need to, to somehow rationally incorporate that into their thinking right from the outset and think, okay, I'm in science because I like science. I will, you know, one way would be to do be a tenure-track uh, group leader or professor, but what are some of the other things I could do and still, you know, sustain my interest in science, you know, contribute as, a, as someone who's been trained in science? And if, I think if they think that, uh, then they'll, they'll, they'll automatically sort of keep other options in mind. The Nature Jobs Career Expo demonstrates exactly this mindset, and many exhibitors here had once been working in academic research, heading towards that tenure-track position, but they're now happily engaged in other jobs. One of those exhibitors was Michaela Fuchs. She was a postdoc in the biological sciences at the University of Sussex, and last year she attended the expo looking for alternative options. This year, she's come back representing Envision Pharma Group as an associate medical writer. I talked to lots of people today um, who are in very much the same situation I was in last year, and I felt like I could actually give them some advice. And have you found that people come to you with very similar questions? Very, very similar, and very similar backgrounds. So lots of the people who are looking to, to find alternatives out of, outside of academia have the very same reasons to leave academia or very similar interests and all are very keen to use the skills they use during their PhDs, for example, in their, in their future careers. So it was quite nice to tell them some of my experience over the last year. And would you recommend that people come to this event? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I found it really, really helpful last year. When, when I came here, I didn't quite know what I was going to do yet and it, it helped me narrow down my options. And I basically started my, my job with Envision a month after, so it went really quick from there once I had made up my mind. and. This really helped help narrow it down. There are also career paths outside of academia that are research-focused. Jonathan Fauerbach, previously a postdoc research fellow at Stanford University in California, is now a group leader in chemistry R&D at Miltenyi Biotech in Germany. So why did you decide to move away from academic research? At some point I knew that uh, I didn't want to follow the PI path, so that was uh, something that... Um, was a life decision that I didn't want to follow that. I was uh, invited to make an application. There was an opening for a group leader in chemistry. And actually, I have to say that uh, the position fitted very good, my expertise and uh, the moment I was there. And it just took step by step and it just fit right. And I'm actually very happy after one year of doing it. I really think I did the right choice. So there seems to be a, a big theme at this event today at the Nature Jobs Career Expo, uh, the idea of taking opportunities when they come and being very flexible yeah. when it comes to your career. This seems to be something that you've taken on board. Sure, you always have to keep some flexibility, right? Uh, um, you're, you're not going to exactly find exactly what you're looking at at that time and it's always good to be able to, you know, surf the way, I don't know how to call it. I had to rethink uh, what me and my family wanted to do, um, but I'm very glad that I actually found that in Miltony, although it's a, it's a company, I'm still writing papers, I'm involving grants, uh, uh, we're doing basic research, and we're doing product development. Uh, I learned so much on um, project management, and I'm learning so much on managing. So really the whole environment 
uh, provides me all the tools to find to achieve my goals. Keeping your options open is what Ramakrishnan said in his opening speech this morning. And this is exactly what Dr. Esther Melor Heyaz, previously a postdoc at Roche, is doing. After being a postdoc researcher in the company, she moved to Roche Partnering, their business development arm. And she, along with a colleague, have just finished a workshop at the expo about what it's like to work at a big company like Roche. Roche Partnering, uh, this is a department within Roche which is searching for innovation. Uh, and we are looking for assets, for platforms, for all the innovation we can bring in that it can complement or it can um, make our portfolio be better. And so we don't want to miss any of the good opportunities which are out in there. Sometimes it can, I mean, Roche Partnering also includes those assets, for example, that we want to out-license. So it, it's in both directions, let's say. So you moved from being a research postdoc at Roche to working in this partnering side of things. Why did you make that move from scientist to, I guess... BD, business yeah, development. Business development. Exactly, it's business development. Um, so for me, it was basically what was driving this change was that I wanted to understand a bit better uh, how is the process of developing a drug happening and I wanted to get a broader view of that and I think that partnering is really tackling that very well. I was also interested in understanding um, how is the process of in licensing a molecule and what its clue or how this is happening and what are the different steps that are being taken and getting a little bit of this sense of developing a product so that at the end of the day is science but you need to also understand about the business. And what is your aim then going forward? So for the moment, I would like to stay in the, in the BD, but I'm always open. I think that uh, in your career, you need to be as much flexible as possible. So you never know uh, where the future is, is, is taking you. And I cannot say I would never, ever go back to research because it's not something that I, I did not enjoy. I did like it very much, but I was very curious. And that was the main reason to, to go into into. Uh, rush partnering but if in the future I go into global product strategy or product development or any other departments why not and some people like Joseph Brook from Queen Mary University of London who is studying computational biology have always been big believers of flexibility in a career I've moved disciplines three times already and yeah so I, I really enjoy changing back and forth and bringing like seeing how other people do things differently and I'm definitely more for that. So what disciplines have you moved between? So um, I started in engineering and I went to pure mathematics, applied mathematics and I'm now uh, biology. Oh wow, that is a quick <laughs> lot of jumping. Yeah. And why did you decide to do that? Um, it was basically following like my passion or what I was excited about. Um, the, the biology is definitely all mathematics based so I found that's really useful and it's really nice being able to apply all this, these knowledge that you've gathered somewhere else to go on to something else. And what's the plan now? Are you planning on switching again? Or? Um, maybe maybe go a bit more uh, ecological modelling or something like that. Maybe some big data science or anything like that. There's so many possibilities. And what do you hope to do with your PhD career-wise? Uh, I'd like to stay in academia, um, maybe teach, become a professor. But you're very open-minded about where your career goes. Yeah, so. yeah. I have no definite plan. It's just see okay. what comes up. And do you find that that's, that makes it easier or more challenging in terms of planning ahead or, or, or doing your work? 
and I think it makes it maybe a bit easier for me personally because I can be a bit more relaxed maybe if I can think of these other things that it could be applicable to. I have to sell myself maybe a bit harder when I'm applying for these other things because I have to show why my engineering background would be useful in biology or my mathematics would be applicable. So you're here at the Nature Jobs Career Expo clearly looking for other opportunities and to see what's out there. And what have you found? Have you found anything useful? Yeah, I found some uh, really nice ideas of jobs and like uh, image analysis things in like Copenhagen and all these beautiful places that you can go and do anything you want. Others, like Nora Francini, a drug delivery research fellow at Nottingham University, have not always had this mindset of flexibility. But they've slowly warmed up to it it's true that you need to be flexible, but it's also something that you come to realize after you start looking for jobs. So I've been looking for jobs for a while now, and I haven't been flexible at all because I knew what I wanted to do or where I didn't want to go. But as time goes on, I realize that you need to become flexible. So even just in mobility, so deciding to move somewhere abroad or not stay in the location where you were and this is what I realize now and that's what I'm ready to do now. (laughs) Well that's good you've come to that realization. So what stage of your career are you at right now? So now I'm just finishing a two years fellowship that I got straight after the PhD so I'm quite an early career researcher and I'm now deciding to kind of change a bit and not stay in academia so I'm wondering about more publishing and writing more type of jobs. I saw an editorial job position in Nature and this is actually the first time that I got excited about the job because it ticked all the boxes. I want to stay in science, I can do a bit of writing, I, I have to talk to people to communicate, liaise, so... You saw the job here? I saw it a couple of days ago and I thought this would be the great opportunity to actually meet face-to-face people working there, to actually get an understanding of the job, but also see what else is around. You know, I don't know if I can get that exact job, so you need to be open and, yeah. And what, have you, what are your thoughts about the expo? Are you enjoying it? I love it. it. found anything else interesting? Yeah, it's very interesting. It's very various. So you you get to see a lot of things, a lot of medical writing and communication agencies. So for me, that's great. <laughs> a lot of people to talk, a lot of people to talk to. So perfect. And have you made some connections that you're gonna get in touch with when you get home? Ah, possibly. But I still need to talk to a lot of people. Okay. Well, best of luck with the rest of your. Chance. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've been talking about seizing opportunities and one opportunity that I couldn't turn down was to collect a bunch of science career tips here at the Expo. So I'm sitting with John Tregoning, a senior lecturer in immunology at Imperial College in London and he is also a speaker at today's Nature Jobs Career Expo. If you could share your top tip for young scientists about a career in science, what would it be? find something you're interested in and that enthuses you because there are dark days and and if you're not in if you're working on something that you don't care about then you're not going to stick with doing it and I think you have to be driven by the interest and then the career kind of you have to fit that around the back of that. Claire Chesworth, careers advisor at the University of Oxford. If you could give a young scientist one top tip for their science career what would it be? My top tip would be to identify your passion, which area of science you're really enthusiastic about and make sure that that comes across when you're meeting people in that field or in your application.
Thank you, Ramakrishnan. For scientists at any level, what would be your top tip when it comes to a career in science? People tend to be very careerist and go into sort of things which they think are trendy and they think, if I go into this field, it's trendy now, it'll get me a job. That's the wrong way to go about it because almost certainly by the time you get to the stage where you're in the job market, which is typically, you know, three plus three or you know, six, six to eight years down the line, uh, trends will have changed. And what's trendy now by six to eight years might be, you know, mainstream and sort of passe. And maybe the job market in that field is saturated. So pick something that you, you really think is really interesting because then you'll, you'll also work harder and more, more creatively because you're, you're actually interested in it. So looking back on the expo, for me, the most important takeaway message is that you never know what will happen with your career and that your career is something that will change along with how you change as a person. So it's important to be flexible. It's important to keep your options open. It's important to adapt. But that's it for me at the Nature Jobs Career Expo. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to everyone who contributed to the Nature Jobs podcast for this event. If you couldn't make it, you can find out more on the Nature Jobs blog where we will have blog posts about the events coming up over the next few weeks. And of course, you can always find out about the Nature Jobs adventures on Twitter at Nature Jobs. You can also look at what we're up to on Facebook. Thanks for listening. I'm Julie Gould. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 